Oh yeah. It's so professional. We're so good. Human elements. Yeah, like it's, we're a professional yeah. podcast. It humanizes us because we, we need that in the world. Otherwise, how would how would we know? Uh, <laughs> everyone is so struck by our professionalism that we need to have these moments of amateurishness. They're just like so in awe. <sighs> that all the time. I would be in awe if I could see any of you being very human right now, but I see nothing. <laughs> see nothing. I, I have like. I have my monitor split up into four parts. I have my monitor split up into three. Dos. Yeah, I guess I guess I'm mostly doing three at this point. You're right. Three and then some tests. Oh, man, I have been like so so gassy today. No bueno. Good thing we're. I'm, I'm so glad we're sharing. This, <laughs> this is one of those moments where it's like, you know, I miss in-person role-playing, but this is pretty good. <laughs> and I have to smell guns. Those makes carts. me so happy to not be in-person. <laughs> yeah. Man, today was uh, crazy. Uh, yeah. What What do you think happened? Was it stress-related or food-related? No, no, no. It's food-related. Uh, ah, I, I started eating, I'm starting to eat a bit better, and so a little bit more protein, a little bit, you know, this is stuff, and, you know, then, of course, today was first day of school, so I got no lunch break, no time off, no nothing, it was start at 7 o'clock, and we didn't finish till 4.30, and there was no break, no nothing, I mean, I ate lunch with the kids, and it was like, woofed down my meal, I didn't even get to eat half of it in like 15 minutes, so, but it was a crazy fun day. Teachers are overpaid. <laughs> uh, you know, it's all that time off you guys get in the summer. Oh, yeah, that I have to spend long breaks. Time doing it makes you weak. 60 credit hours. All right, did yeah. everybody read uh, the rules on spaceships and space <laughs> combat? I didn't think so. <laughs> I didn't know there was homework. <laughs> it's the summer. No, school started. <laughs> Always homework. Uh, if I say yes, you'll ask me to know them. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I can pull that off. <laughs> I, I did not adequately read the rules for space combat. I glanced at them really briefly, and I was like, Mel's not really good at many of these checks. <laughs> yeah, Mel's going to be like, is there a fear check? Read them, and then I had this terrifying thought of, I think the only person who's good at any of these checks is Gan. <laughs> pretty and much can't, can't both man the turret and fly the spaceship at the same time whoa whoa, whoa. Okay, cocky. <laughs> could if yeah. you had more arms <laughs> I think there's an attachment for that I have found your kryptonite space combat yes we, we are woefully unprepared and the rest of your party your greatest weakness all of the party inside a tin can in space. <laughs> inside a tin can, inside of space. Well, we are going to be doing space combat. I did read over it, uh, and it's not much different from what we rarely do. What we've bye, Jackie. Uh, than what we normally do is different checks. And um, Max, you have got the uh, sheet for your vehicle up, correct? Yes, yes, I do. Okay, uh, can you keep track of the 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 damage and all that to the vehicle? Uh, 
and hole points and all that good stuff. So when I blow it to pieces, I mean, um, yeah, when you blow it to pieces, and, <laughs> and and the robot are the only people who survive because they're the only people who don't die from being in vacuum. <laughs> you know what Mel can do is she can go down to the uh, engineering bay and be like, "Can't take much more, Captain." <laughs> yes, yes, you can that be Scotty. That is a skill that she has. You can do the repairs on the fly. You guys have skills? Skills. Okay, as long as you have her, the, the sheet up for that. Um, yeah, because pretty much a lot of the starship and vehicle actions, it's pretty much pilot only, unless there's like a couple that are not. Yeah. Let me grab the, well, my, my clip so I can take Yeah, you need to have gunnery to use the weapons correctly, or you just... I mean, or you can use agility, just unmodified. And Correct. Have no bonuses, but yeah, you get no like, bonuses. You know, we can all be Luke from the first Star Wars movie, or our little moment there. <laughs> hey guys, if you're watching on Facebook or Twitch, uh, you can comment or make uh, questions. Uh, the guys will not be able to respond. Uh, I will very rarely respond. Um, if you're playing catch-up, please go listen to the rest of this stuff on... Uh, SoundCloud, our streaming, or anything, YouTube, we have it all up on there, um, and you can listen to the previous episodes um, and find out why they hate me so much um, and why they why, why I love to torture these guys. It's a love hate relationship. <laughs> we hate yeah, you. We love torture. It. We react. Did Did y'all go? I saw that Jackie liked the one post about torturing the players and stuff, or somebody liked that, and I says, y'all need to talk to my players and see how they like, you know, because they were talking about this guy was a GM, and he was torturing his players and making them, you know, feel, you know, bad about things, and I was like, oh, I need to have y'all three, so I put, I tagged all three of y'all in it, describe how <laughs> your life has been. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been an emotional experience, uh, we've been on a real roller coaster, but I think we're better for it. We're all growing. It's been some horrors. Hey, you haven't died yet. Uh, I mean, yeah, but like <laughs> some of us have. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I feel like you're keeping us alive just a tremendous more. Just to twist the knife a bit. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm having a good time. So, so you're suggesting Frizz got it off easy. Yeah, no, I mean, it was necessary that one person be allowed to end their suffering so that the others could suffer more. Okay, I see what you mean. <laughs> so, alright. Um, anyone want to give a recap real quick? I think anything? I the last one. I think our new droid should do the recap. Oh yeah, android, android <laughs> character. I gotta remember my android character. I should have watched a little of the last one. Um, what did happen last time? Well, <laughs> let's see. I was assigned to help Malikia and her healing process. I also acquired some of her Jedi study product that she has been hoarding in her room. What else happened? Uh, stuff. Lots of momentous stuff happened. We went How'd on a mission. Acquire, 
the Jedi product. What was it? How, how did you acquire the Jedi product? <laughs> well, you see, in my programming, I have a, uh, I have a scoundrel. And I felt it would be pretty scoundrelous to not return that product to uh, whoever you wanted to return it to. <laughs> sure. See, I don't have very good memory. I drink too much. <laughs> that is fair. We partied. You went on a mission. I hid your stuff from you. You broke your lightsaber, and it got partially repaired. At least if we, we don't fully know that. I, you didn't really get an opportunity to use it since then. Correct. And then the god finished the story. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fuck uh, sufficiently passed. The after the party returned from the alternative victory that they re that they uh, achieved. Uh. Mel was essentially a broken person and decided she was no longer going to be a Jedi and she was just going to be a mechanic. Uh, Gand socked Sarge in the face. Sarge knocks Gand to the ground, rips him a new one, and reveals that after all this time, we thought we had rescued a Jedi when really we just rescued a foot soldier. Then, uh, Mel goes and destroys her lightsaber in front of Turk, who essentially wants to rip Mel a new one in response to that. Mel runs off to her room to pack everything up, where Mel is then visited by the Force Ghost of Mimic, who convinces her that being a Jedi is really what she's supposed to be doing. Then everyone goes out on a mission, and we have to destroy... We have to destroy some major Sith supply depot. And our group of Gand, Mel, and Gilbot is sent to take out a communications tower, which they do fairly easily between Mel's skill with computers and Gand's skill with grenades. We... Uh, Paul asked to get out of the tower and back onto our... And head back to the base. Scene. I enjoy how the big reveal of that session was that Sarge wasn't a Jedi the whole time. <laughs> there were two big reveals of that session. Sarge not being a Jedi the whole time and Mimic having been dead. Because and... you'll remember that Mimic interacted with uh, Frizz yes. on occasions. And not revealing that Mimic was a Force Ghost, so. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty cool. And uh, it, it was nice, too, because Mel was like, there's only one Jedi I've ever interacted with in the world who's been anything close to being a master to me, and he's a shithead who's not taking any responsibility for his role in this person's death. And then Mimic is like, remember me? You interacted with me, and there's more than one way to be a Jedi. And that was pretty appropriate, because he's also kind of like a Jedi shadow, like a totally different style of Jedi, and it's... Nice little reminder that the world is wide and diverse and there's more than one way to go about it. And uh, it was a humbling but uh, growth moment for Mel. Yeah, Mel really laid down the law that that confrontation. It has not been a good scene for her lately. She's gone through some shit. 
All right. Uh, with that said, uh, everybody gets eight XP. Ooh. I feel like I should invest that in gunnery. <laughs> I do that. Um, let me know if you're going to spin it on anything. I mean, it's actually probably not a bad idea in general that our, our team have more than one person who knows how to do anything at all on a ship. Um, 8 XP. Mm -hmm. Well, that takes me from 17 to 25. That's a real number. I think they're all that real numbers. That's a real number, too. <laughs> I, shh. No, 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 no. In so much as that it is a number that is greater than zero. I, I mean, are great non-greater than zero numbers? I think, I think real numbers are all non-zero numbers. Okay. Or all numbers greater than two zero. No. Real numbers are all numbers that can be described as a um, so that includes like E and I? No. It that includes include E and pi, I. but not I. Exactly, yes. Right. Although I, I could kind I of be described as a function, number. But, you know, square root of negative one is sort of yeah. a function, isn't it? Yeah, square root of negative one is the imaginary number, so that's the one number that is not a real number. I, I'm just saying, isn't that kind of a function? Anyway, let's not get into mathematical semantics here. Mel <laughs> uh, is going to take her second specialization. It will also be a guardian specialization. She's going to take armorer. And in the armorer tree, she will take gearhead, which allows her to remove difficulties from mechanics checks. Okay. And also to half the credit cost of adding mods to attachments, okay. which is like adding extra things to equipment. Okay. And that conversation about math right there is the reason why I play a barbarian usually. Because <laughs> you just smash. Uh, I spent some XP on uh, gunnery. Just a little. In lieu of our current uh, predicament. Yes. That, that we do need that. <laughs> that skill is important. <laughs> Max, you put anything? Uh, I'm safe. I'm banking mine. I spent a lot of mine last time. Okay. I Just think I only sure. have eight. <laughs> okay. Uh, like I said, we're going to try to do some space combat. There's not really much of a big difference uh, besides what the crits and failures, and of course you can't pull out a lightsaber and, you know, leap to, you know, outside in the atmosphere and strike spaceships, you know, particularly really well with it. Says you. I'll let you do it. Go for it. <laughs> when you freeze and die... Try. There's, uh, there's going to be some extra difficulty dice, and also you die instantly. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. You could be in a space suit. Oh, man, that sounds like a terrible plan. <laughs> Maybe we're just going to go to, like, the space DMV for this session. I'm just going to die, die, die. I'm into it. All right, show us how space combat works, Gonzo. All we right. Our well, let's go back to where we were. Uh, everybody, you pretty much got back to your base. Because you hit hyperspace, took you the allotted time, and uh, found out that y'all lost, did lose two members of your rebellion team, uh, which is not unheard of. I mean, it is war. 
Um, other than that, uh, everybody gets off the ship. Everybody seems to believe it's a, you know, resounding success. Um, even though losing two people is horrible, you did destroy a small Sith settlement and removed a uh, communication array. Taking the fight to them. Uh, also, uh, go ahead and reset wounds and strain and all that stuff if you ha if you have that. Uh, and on roll your a force die. Oh yeah, and also roll as a force oh. die. That way, I can put that in there and get all. Uh oh, two white. It's up to Mail. It it was a dark chapter Aww. for like last session. Yep. Total of four. Gan made up for his two black roll last session. <laughs> All right. Um, but there still seems to be somewhat of a positive vibe uh, in the in the base. Um, everybody thinks that everything was done pretty well. Everybody did their job. Just you know, it's war. People die. Um, I didn't know. Other than that, uh, people start cleaning up, repairing ships. Uh, Chad is having to repair his uh, spaceship. It had taken some damage. And the other two uh, bombers have taken some, and people are starting to do repairs, refuel, um, recharge, put all that stuff back into it. Um, so, you know, it, it's your standard after the battle scene. Nothing new. You've seen it before. You've got on plenty of missions. Everybody's doing their thing. Um, everybody goes back and... Uh, Lottie and Sarge walk off, and uh, you can tell that they're kind of headed towards Turk to discuss the mission and find out what has happened and, you know, do their thing. So, if there's anything up to you, you may do what you want for the bit. Other than that, um, we can advance. If you need anything else, let me know. Uh, Mel's going to head to where the repairs and work are being done on the ship's Pretty typical of her. She's going to go help out with what her mechanical expertise can assist with. Okay. No problem. I'm very used to it. ground combat, she's a medic. If there's uh, ships that are damaged, she's a mechanic. <laughs> Everybody uh, is pretty okay with everything. They've seen you here before, so it's not you know anything crazy. Nobody's worried about it. Um, anybody else? I suppose I would charge up. Um, it, I don't recall if I got a uh, a vibro axe last session or something of that nature. A vibro staff, mm -hmm. maybe. Does that need to be charged? You think? It is a power cell, not unlike uh, energy guns and stuff. Um, those can deplete, but like very, very irregularly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the equivalent of like a disposable batteries, uh, except they're more like the batteries in your remote control than they are like the batteries in a Game Boy. Like, you kind of replace them when you realize that they've run out after, like, a year or two. Oh, I was thinking, because when you pick up it, when you pick it up, suddenly they're dead. And it's a problem <laughs> when you find that out. Yeah, I think it's just, like, you roll a really bad crit in combat, like a big catastrophic failure, and the threat represents the fact that you forgot to charge your batteries, or that they, they've run out of battery after, like, three years of fighting with them. You put the new ones in, but you put them in backwards. Oh, no. Yeah. Put the positive the wrong way. It's it's hard to tell, you know. They don't label it well. 
Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so, I mean, you did use it enough to deplete it, by the way, so you don't have to worry about that, Jackie. Um, okay. So that's nothing to be all up in arms about. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, um, the night goes on pretty much uneventful. Uh, there is some drinking and, you know, camaraderie down at the fire pit like usual. Um, people celebrating that they lived and a uh, gracious mission and everything had happened pretty well according to the plan. So, other than that, uh, if you plan on doing anything at night, let me know. Uh, we'll, we'll advance the story. Um, they, You do notice that there are quite a few more people here, though, uh, as in a shipment of other rebels. And I want to say shipment because it's just a bunch of more people have started to fill out the area. Um, you've grown in size. Um, probably about roughly 50 to 75 more people have arrived during this time. Nothing out of the That's ordinary. Yeah, not nothing hugely out of the ordinary. <clears throat> out of the ordinary, it just you notice that hey, who is this guy? Who is this guy? Who is this? And you, they're like, oh well, we've, you know, acquired more rebels. So you've had more people join the cause to say. Um, other than that, partying kind of goes late into the night. Um, and then morning arrives. Of course, Mr. Robot, uh, Mr. Droid is down there cooking up, aka breakfast, uh, for everybody, uh, way ahead of early. Um, you haven't seen or heard from Turk or Lottie or Sarge, uh, since they kind of disappeared inside Excuse me, inside the medical bay. Hmm. Well, Mel hasn't really put a lot of focus um, on kind of Turk in general. Mm-hmm. She's sort of trying to avoid him. So as far as she's concerned, an opportunity to go about her business without any interference. Yep. She's going to focus on doing the repairs that she's doing and... Staying, staying out of everyone's way. Okay. Uh, repairs are extensive. I mean, there are other, you know, things that have to be fixed on the ship. So it it, it is going to take a little while for y'all to fix everything. More than just a day. Uh, Max and Gil, anything? Or Gand and Gil? Anything uh, particular? Letting, uh, Jackie, go first if you want Well, Lottie is typically the one that would give me most of my direction, so I'd probably go about looking for her at this point. Okay. I don't really eat, don't really have much, uh, many hobbies going on, so there's not really <laughs> anything else to do besides wait for instruction. Yep. And that's pretty much all that she's really done is giving you that one instruction. Yeah, I'll go hunt her down. Okay. Uh, you do find her in, uh, in the med bay. Uh, with Sarge and Turk and A7. They're in the medical bay. Is yep. anyone uh, in a bed or anything? Uh, 
everything? They're no. all of good health? They're all of good health. They've actually, if you notice, they've turned half of the medical bay into a semi-command center. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, well, Gilbot is going to walk straight to Lottie. Mm-hmm. Um, say to her, Hello! I see you've done modifications to the uh, medical bay here. Is there a way that I could be of assistance? And also, why? Uh, sure, you can be part of uh, assistance. Come here, let me plug you into this console. Oh, right. They want the you console. to... Uh, yeah. Plug. She reached over, plugs you into the into the console, and they're like, we want you to... Um, how do we put this? Analyze these star charts and data that we've seen. What would you like me to analyze for specifically? Routines and patterns. All right. Why are you setting up here and not perhaps on a second floor where you'd have a view of the skies? Do you like it down here in the medical bay? It's quiet. It's quiet. <laughs> well, it's quiet now until people are screaming in pain. <laughs> she uh, gets to uh, follow her command and uh, search for... Congruencies, incongruencies, and patterns. Okay. Good word. Congruencies. Take it. <laughs> Dan? And probably sleeps in or meditates in, leaves late, goes down, eats breakfast, notices that the people in charge haven't really been seen, and will probably join. Uh, them in the medical suite because that is where they were last seen too. He had some things to discuss with them. Okay. You you can go in there. You you know where they're at. So it's not mm-hmm. a big deal. Uh, you see uh, A7 and the, and the rest of the team there and you do see uh, Gil hooked up to a machine and kind of just standing there kind of quiet, but, you know, lights flickering. Good use for a protocol droid. <laughs> uh, Gil sees the and goes, hello. And then carries on with her work. Gan just nods. Strong salad types. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, Gand. Uh, you're an expert in logistics, making sure that everything is where it is supposed to be. Sarge is an expert in training. Uh, I can tell by the uh, rebels and their caliber of combat that he has been helping with such things. Uh, I was thinking... In the near future, it might be best if I try and revive contacts that I had before this cataclysm, for lack of a better word, and I start looking into a spy net for us. Okay. Go ahead and get started. 
Will do. And then uh, does his normal thing of putting his arms in the opposite sleeves as he walks out the room and back up to his room to start uh, trying to figure out who's still alive. <laughs> okay. You can, no problem. Um, to the people that passed away, uh, nothing that's like major, but definitely uh, to the rebels. Uh, you also do know that there's quite a few um, new people uh, uh, around, and to his contacts from before the Sith coming. Oh, gotcha. Um, Who's still alive out of his shady underworld contacts? Um, if you want to go ahead and give me a uh, a check for that, because you will have some difficulty. Excuse me, have some uh, difficulties for that. Would that be Knowledge Underworld? Yes. Okay. Uh, not only is it two purples, but one black. Let's see if Anne has any special rules that pertain to this. Uh, Tim, give me a few mechanic checks so I can see that make sure that you are not destroying anything as you're trying to fix it. Per se. Just actively, actively making it worse. Yeah. Uh, and Gil, I need some data analysis. So, uh, what skills do you have that would help you give you some good data analysis? Uh, perhaps perception. Do you have any or skills? Computer. Computer use. Serious, all right. Uh, Tim, uh, two purples and one red for two checks. You said two purples and one black. Yes, for you. I have street smarts that removes one black per rank. Oh, nice. From knowledge under world checks. Good. Okay. All right. Two purples. For a robot or a droid, I'm not very good at computers. <laughs> okay um, you're still running through the numbers Gil and trying to find a pattern nothing's coming to your mind right now you're just crunching away every once in a while you're like I think nope I think nope um, Mel you like are whipping things by really good they're kind of getting accustomed to you able to splice things pretty quickly with a spanner and you know Rig things up pretty quickly and get everything done. Um, Gan. She focuses on kind of independent projects, like stuff where it's like she's going to go fix this entire vehicle because she just doesn't want to deal with other people's incompetence. Yeah. Um, and people are actually kind of used to that. They're just like, oh, she's going to go work on this coupling link and figure out the data recovery part of it or whatever. And they're just like, yeah, just let her go. Yeah, other people it. just kind of slow her down. Uh, Gand, you uh, send out a message across the area, and you don't hear anything back. He kind of figured that would be the case. 
So, um, this pretty much is what's going to persist through most of the day. Um, repairs, getting things ready, uh, data analysis. It's just kind of that dead time of when, what's our next mission, what we're going to do. And so you're on that time frame right now. Um, excuse me. Uh, Gad, give me another roll. Mail another roll. And Gil, give me another roll. <laughs> uh, Gil, they eventually just kind of unplug you. <laughs> Understood. And not like, okay, at least you compiled the data. Go, we will sift through it. Uh, Gand, you're like, okay. Is it really, really that dead out there? While, while I'm waiting on that, I'm going to be practicing my martial arts. Okay. Just doing forms or something. <laughs> uh, Mel, you're working away, no problem. Nothing big coming up. Um, everything's happening the way it's supposed to. Um, eventually, um, night comes around and everybody's getting together to celebrate and eat. Uh, at the... That was odd. Uh, eat... Mm -hmm. Uh, around the uh, fire and just kind of get you know learn who the new people are hang out with the new people you know camaraderie type time um, has a few drinks that type of thing uh, food is prevalent um, there has been a uh, supply of extra food and stuff brought in from the other rebels um, Everybody seems to be having a good time. Everybody's out there. Turk, A7, Lottie, Sarge. Everybody's out there enjoying themselves. This is one of those rare moments where everybody seems to be having a good time. Mel's going to strategically wait, uh, not come out until people have had a couple of drinks and they've sort of had their food. And then she's going to come out a little bit later and just sort of quietly try to grab some food for herself. Okay. Take it back to the mechanic shop to keep work, going on her work. No problem. You can. There is no problem with that. Um, <clears throat> other than that, uh, nothing happens out of the ordinary. People, some people get a little too drunk. Some people have a good time. But other than that, just a good old-fashioned drink and have a you know a, a merry time while we can. A real hoedown. A real hoedown. Gilbot takes the opportunity to say hello to every new person she comes across. <laughs> Thank you for joining the Rebels. Thank you for joining the <laughs> All I can see that, that robot doing. She just goes around grabbing plates. Can I take that for you, sir? Can I take that for you, sir? <laughs> Gans takes his, his uh, normal sterno container that the big friendly droid provides and, and goes and sits on the roof and looks at the stars. Okay. Well, while, while, while uh, huffing whatever damn chemicals he's huffing. Okay. <laughs> no problem. Uh, anybody else uh, do anything in particular? 
Nope. Well, I'm saying hi to people. Do I see anyone particularly cool? Uh, nobody stands out. Um, pretty much everybody is this. This is your run of the mill. Everybody's kind of a hodgepodge. There's no, you know, direct, like, here's the ground troop guys. Here are the, you know, pilots, except for, like, Chad and the two bombers. Um, there are a couple of more ships that have come in. Um, a couple more fighters and bombers and troop uh, transports. You get about a, three or four more ships, you think, um, from with the new guys. But nothing that just strikes you as, this person's amazingly awesome. I need to, you know... Hang out with him. There's a bunch of dirty bipedials coming <laughs> off the of ships. <laughs> Ragtag bunch of people, pretty much. <sighs> so, other than that... Favorite meat bags. <laughs> uh, everybody can grab their stuff, go in, uh, crash for the night. Uh, morning comes around. Um, and, uh, Gil, you get this message on your comm link. Uh, you need to round up everybody at the fire pit. And I mean everybody. Will do. Uh, Gilbot uh, unplugs her from herself from her uh, dock or whatever she'd be hanging out with. Mm -hmm. She goes to the hall where most people are residing and starts uh, making noises. Just really anything that comes to mind. A bunch of hoopla. Uh, and then she decides to go start knocking on doors. She starts off with Malikia, her best friend, and knocks on her door. And then goes two doors down to get uh, to the Gons and knocks on his door and keeps on going down. Uh, Malikia is not at her door. She has fallen asleep in the mechanics bay working on a ship and does not answer as a result. <laughs> There's nobody at that door. And is up for about an hour meditating he, he proceeds to get in his pressurized suit and evacuate the room so that it's not leaking methane out into the rest of the building and opens the door hello it's good to see you again god protocol droid what 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 uh why have they sent you I have been told that it's a good idea for us all to go to the fire pits. But if I can't get yep. Mel to open the door, can you break it for me? <laughs> I suppose I could break this it. This one does not think that would be that wise of an idea. Have you checked the other place that Mel might sleep? No. Mel has a tendency to sleep with... Uh, the stuff that she's working on, she might be in the shop. Oh, I did not realize that she enjoyed romantic relations with those types of things. I will be happy to go find her. Uh, would you like to come with me? Uh, protocol droid, I will just meet you at the fire pit. I appreciate that Gan doesn't feel it's worth the effort to correct the assumption. <laughs> um... Gilbot says goodbye to the Gand. Um, before she does go to uh, that part of the compound, she does make sure to wake up other people, anyone else that she was assigned to uh, gain consciousness to, which I assume is probably a few, and after that she decides to go to uh, the repair station. Okay. Uh, 
Mel, is that where you're hanging out for the time being? Yeah, Mel's uh, asleep on a cot. Uh, snoring lightly because she's had a pretty disturbed couple of days and has not been taking great care of herself. Um, she's got a little tiny cot. Uh, it's basically the, the kind of um, uh, rolling tray that you'd have a mechanic lie on while they were going underneath a uh, vehicle that they were servicing that she's placed a series of like oil-soaked rags on top of. Uh, it's not maybe very pleasant and she's kind of soaked in grease and other various mechanical fluids but uh she, she looks comfortable or at least in her element <laughs> gilbot assumes that she had a very fun last time last night being covered in all the robot fluids uh and gently taps her on her shoulder the cleanest part she could find uh mel uh stirs very briefly for a second and then almost leaps into the air, uh, frightened of being touched. Doesn't like being touched very much. Uh, she jumps to attention and calms down after a moment, seeing that it's just Gilbot, who she has yet to assign a lot of personage to. Uh, and she says, oh, it's just you. Good. Hello. It is just me. Would you like to join me to go to the fire pit? Uh. Sure, why not? Wonderful. Um, Gilbot just leaves. She just starts walking to the fire pit, just leaves her there. Mel grabs her uh, robe, pulls it on, and uh, she follows Gilbot. Uh, Gilbot is so excited to finally get there after completing her assignment. Um, and she just starts <laughs> like leaping in there. She's just joyous. <laughs> Mel looks around for a moment until she finds like a, a clean rag or something like that and wipes off her face and shoulders and arms and wipes off the rag on something else. Okay. She's uh, finally starting to realize that she's sort of, she's coming out of a bit of a haze and it hasn't been a good couple of days. <laughs> Alright, you, you get in there and pretty much there is are quite a few people inside. Uh, everybody's hanging out uh, A7 and Lottie and Turk and Sarge, of course, up at the front. Um, running over some data pads, kind of low-talking amongst themselves. Bill's going to kind of ignore them and get some breakfast. It doesn't really sunk in on her that this is like a meeting, per se, uh -huh. other than just breakfast. She's not really paying a lot of attention to what's going on. Okay. Um... After a few minutes of hanging out, you know, everybody's kind of saying hi and hey, how's it going to each other and the other part of the, the you know, the rebellion team. Um, they kind of sit there and hang out and uh, all of a sudden Sarge, you know, barks out, all right, shut up. It's time to get this started. We need to get this started, get it underway because we have less than a day to do it in. Mel uh, has like just gotten some badly overcooked eggs and a little bit of uh, alien carbohydrate and she's walking back to where she was standing next to Gilbot with a plate and she just sort of glances up at Sarge as he says that, raises an eyebrow slightly quietly wanders back to her spot. Gand has been intensely staring at them this whole time as opposed to interacting with the other people because he knows this is a meeting. Okay. Uh, everything goes along. Uh, they're sitting there and they're like 
All right, guys. We're hooking up with other three other small groups, and we're going to hit a large vessel and destroy not only troops, but also some supplies. Thanks to the data analysis and compiling of information by Gil, we're able to find a common spot that these people have been going to and can find them and possibly hit a large vessel and take out quite a few things. Um, we are meeting up with a bunch of other uh, fighter pilots and we are going to be dealing with some of the things that go along with it. So just a heads up. Mel looks a little bit, I don't know, put off, uh, but she eats her food comfortably. Okay. All right. Um, they tell you that we have found a spot where they do a bit of transfer of goods between large shuttles and a uh, star class type vehicle, type ship that can hold, of course, hundreds of people, thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Um, where they can transfer goods and people back and forth and that they are figured out a date that they believe there will be people there. And we are going to jump in, hit them hard, try to destroy it, and get out. So we need everybody on board. Everybody with their ships. If we can't blow it up, we're going to try to get on board and blow it up from the inside. Mel nods. Uh, she's she's on board with being part of a boarding party. Uh, she feels much more comfortable with that than the idea of dying in a tin can without the ability to use her lightsaber to defend herself. Um, they think that this... Uh, this ship that they're going on that we think that how big it is um, it pretty much is um, let me see what they to give you a clue uh, da, 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 where is it silhouette is about an 8 to 10 um, so mm -hmm. roughly for y'all it's kind of like a star destroyer Okay, that's big. Yes. A very large Star Destroyer, by the way. Mm. Um, so they're going to try to, we're going to try to go in, hit it. If we can disable it, we disable it. If we can't, we don't worry about it. We just move on and do what damage we can and keep going. Um, we need, and he starts barking out, you know, to who people and what people to do. Um, so-and-so needs to take there. You need to retrofit stuff. Uh, we need bombs for space and not for, you know, planetary. Um, you know, missiles. Uh, they tell you three that they that you need to take your Y and outfit it for, make sure it's good for space combat. Because I don't think you've ever done that with the ship yet. Um, That's right. And... Uh... Mel's pretty confident she could retrofit it 
for injured uh, space bombs. Okay. Um, could could turn into a makeshift bomber of sorts. So she'll uh, she'll requisition some stuff from the armory and get on that. Okay. We currently have smuggling compartments we could convert to a mine storage bay thing. Bay thing. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Mel's going to go see if she can track down some kind of a mine deployment tool or something that could be makeshift converted into that, and she's going to see if she can jury-rig something. Okay. Um, he barks out the rest of the orders to everybody. Um, let's everybody know that, you know, what they have to do. Um, and then tells everybody, we leave in the morning. Tomorrow morning. Be ready. Um, and if y'all need to, go ahead and work on your ship, which we want to change and look at it. Of course, Max is going to be in there. So if we need to take a quick break uh, to figure out or what y'all want to do and change. Um, and you might want to look at various weapons on that ship. Who is going to be doing what? Currently, we have a dorsal and a ventral turret-mounted twin medium laser. We have a whisper thrust engine that increases the difficulty checks to detect this vessel by two while traveling at speed three or lower. Okay. We have smuggling compartments, which convert uh, 25 encumbrance capacity to smuggling compartments. Uh, we have an onboard amenities unit. We have enhanced carbon durasteel armor. Okay. I mean, that all sounds pretty great. I think the only thing that makes a lot of sense to look at converting it for the time being is the smuggling compartment. I can do a smuggling compartment converted into a mine relay with an increase in difficulty in the time allotted, but I can't do the engine change. That's too much time. So we basically should stick with the stealth engine, even though it maybe doesn't serve us as well here. Actually, um, the maximum speed on our ship is speed three. I just mean, like, I don't think being stealthy is doing us much good here, but that's probably okay. Uh, but I can retrofit it uh, to, to lay out mines. That's pretty good. Um, I can either do that or I could change the guns. Any opinions? Well, a mine layer takes uh, two hull points. Uh... How do we feel about that? So we'd have to get rid of something else to add the mine layer. Oh, I see. Um, what would we have to get rid of? Either the onboard amenities unit or the engine. <laughs> Probably the amenities unit. <laughs> like, I mean, I hate... Somebody push us. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Can you tow us to the battle and just slingshot us in? <laughs> So. But yes, we could we could get rid of the smuggling compartments and the onboard amenities unit and replace that with a mine layer.
if boarding ends up being what we do in this scenario, how do we board a Star Destroyer? Is it more logical for us to be shot out in space in, like, protective gear? Or is there more a logical way to... to land in their own docking bay? Oh. You just want to be shot out in space, don't you? <laughs> a little bit. I like the slingshot idea. I mean, you, you probably don't die if you don't have a, a suit on, so <laughs> that's different than us. Actually, I think just you, because uh, I assume God's suit is uh, equipped for such situations. Oh, uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yes, Gond actually can survive in vacuum. I don't yet have the force power that allows you to survive in a vacuum. Is that in the uh, the Force Awakens rulebook? Sure is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why people were upset about that, and they're like not upset about the Force like doing all the other things it does in the fiction, but whatever. Are we... People get upset about everything when it comes to anything with that poor franchise. That is a fact. Yep. They don't have a collection of role-playing books to look at which have all of the crazy shit. <laughs> Alright, so what are y'all going to do? What are you going to change outfit? Or are we going to add the mine layer? I want to yes. know. Character yeah. piloting the ship must make a hard piloting space check. Do you feel capable of that? I have piloting space uh, uh, to I level have one. For piloting space, two yellow dice. I have one yellow die. Huh. <laughs> I think we're going to go with it anyway. I think we're going to put this mine okay. layer in there, and I'm going to trust the heart of the cards. All right, uh, Mel's gonna get to it, and she's gonna try to install the the mine laying equipment. Um, she she gets a bonus on this, uh, and then she gets a penalty because she's trying to do it really fast. <laughs> um, so those basically cancel out. The thing is, we didn't have to throw out the astrogation droid brain or the autopilot droid brain that were free. Space-wise, <laughs> on the ship. Oh, that's excellent. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I can do a thing with that. Hang on a second. Ooh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, while laying mines with this device, you can get an automatic uh, blue die on your piloting checks. Okay. Um, and I can make it happen more quickly, which is necessary. <laughs> I was just assuming I would do well enough to be able to do the accelerated timeline one, but uh, yeah, this is good. That's that's great. <laughs> it worked. I don't know if we have a roll the blue die yet. Yes, we oh. have. Yeah, the, the little little advantage you ones. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I haven't had much advantage then. <laughs> I actually, uh, 
because I, I've seen a lot of I haven't seen a lot of what the force points can be used for in like technical terms. Uh, can we flip one over to get a blue die? Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, yep. you can re-roll a check with it for sure. But I think yeah, I think that's true too. Okay, I just wondered. Okay, uh, you you retrofit what you need to do. Uh, you can also put you know what you need in there. Uh, you know, so everybody's kind of pretty much frantic, changing out things, refitting stuff, uh, putting more stuff in, um, adding different things to their vehicles. Um, you notice that the you've got a few more bombers and a few more uh, fighters that have joined. And they are starting to uh, re-fit their vehicles to what the mission is going to need. Uh, other than that, it takes y'all pretty much most of the day and pretty decent amount in the night to get it set up. And you have roughly about six hours worth of sleep before you have to start heading out. For those that do sleep. I was going to say, uh, Gilbot insists that she finishes the ending of our project so that you may recharge yourselves adequately. Mel, having not slept great on any of the previous nights, takes, accepts that. Uh, she gives a bunch of really, really stern directions and instructions about how the last couple of pieces are supposed to be put in and uh, then assumes that we're all going to die and goes to bed. <laughs> what kind of mines do we want it loaded with? Uh, gravity mines? I, do, I make up a mine. I don't know. I'm not sure what mines are available. Well, we have a list. It's not convenient. Well, I made the launcher work. You should pick what weapons we put in it. Okay. But they say guns don't kill people, mines kill people. <laughs> mines <laughs> kill people? What the hell? What does a mine got to do with it? Well, the lowest rarity mines are concussion mines and ion mines. Yeah, you're not going to get anything elaborate or anything larger, big grade type stuff. It's going to be very generic. Ion mines are pretty good against uh, other ships, right? They do specifically damage against machines. Is it to disable a ship rather than outright destroy it? This allows the vessel and its crew to be easily recovered for capture or questioning. Um, that seems useful, doesn't it? Depends We're going up against a capital ship here. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Is there something like a punchier? What, what, what's our other option? Uh, that would be the concussion mine. Breach four limited ammo one. Okay, uh, I'm into it. Let's uh, let's concuss them. <laughs> Load some concussion mines. What kind of side? Uh, Gil, are you going to try to do something, or are you just kind of like loading stuff up? I am following Mel's instructions to the T. Well, let's see if you can remember what she said. Oh, dear. <laughs> Let's roll on it. Uh, let me pull up my character sheet. 
Uh, she should have written it down. <laughs> I read the rules on mine's wrong. Okay. Oh, yeah? You get a blue die. Because you're going to be operating the mine layer. What? Okay. Because it requires an average mechanics check. Oh, sweet. Yeah, no, I'm uh, 100% happy to operate the mine character layer. Character piloting the ship that try, that moves into the space with the mine must make a hard piloting check. Not me. Okay. Um, it's actually a black die that I give to their piloting check. Okay. Cool. All right, Gil, give me a roll. What would I roll? Perception? No, it's a knowledge base. Knowledge. Mechanical. Man, I have As Tim waits with bated breath. <laughs> hey, you got it. <laughs> Yay, you didn't break everything. I wasn't just nodding the whole time. <laughs> You sit there and you start just reloading stuff up, putting things where they belong, and clicking the right button so they work, type thing. About to click the wrong button, and you're like, no, I'll press this one instead. <laughs> press this one, not this one. This one makes the world blow up. Press this one. Groot? <laughs> we have four concussion mines, because we can have mines equal to the silhouette of our ship. Okay. I like it. So since uh, Gilbot got to fix something, um, she carries on her purse and her Gilbot stamp. It's a stamp and pad. It's on her character sheet. Uh, <laughs> and after she completes each session, she uh, puts a Gilbot stamp on the console. <laughs> it's just a... It's her personal symbol. Okay. <laughs> the mark of Zorro. <laughs> the mark of Gil. It's a big G. Okay. It's just um, a zucchini emoji. <laughs> you, uh, you should have said it was silhouette-based. Uh, one of the things I can do with bonus mechanical successes is treat the silhouette value of our ship as one higher or one lower for the purpose of outfitting the uh, attachment. I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I, we could have had five mines and not given them a penalty, but I feel like more accurate mines is better. Yeah. Okay. All right. Morning comes. Gil, did you go recharge any? Uh, I hope that I had time to. Uh, I don't see their pairs taking six hours, so I was probably able to get like an hour of charge in. Okay. All right. Um, dawn comes. Everybody's up and moving super fast. Um, everybody's trying to get everything back in and put everything where they need to, where it needs to go. And all of a sudden, um, Sarge kind of steps on a bunch of equipment and, you know, stepping on a platform and is like, all right, like guys, this is what we got to do. And he runs down what needs to be done. He's like, first, we got to meet up with the rest of the group here. After that, we meet up at this planetary system and hold up for a day just in case, because then we can hyperspace in. To where we believe the location is, and when we hyperspace in, it's on. We're expecting heavy, heavy resistance. We're expecting 
a capital ship, many fighters, and possibly some lower uh, small class ships, frigates, along the way in this at the same time. This is the biggest undertaking the Rebellion has ever done, and so we need to make it, and we need to do it hard. Get your shit, and let's go. Dealbot is already on the ship. Okay. During Sarge's speech, Gand could be seen walking his way to the ship with uh, his, his refilled bandolier, frag grenades, and his uh, blaster rifle. Okay. Just on his way. Mel actually stays to listen to the speech. Uh, she needs all the inspiration she can get these days. Okay. But once he's finished talking, she heads right to their ship and directly down to the uh, the mine-laying area of the ship. Okay. It's just like a small under-compartment. She crawls into it and starts inspecting things to make sure that Gil's uh, completion of the repairs was successful. <laughs> you get down there, and you notice this stamp that's all over everything. Like, where there was supposed to be, like, a latch that you had to close, there's a stamp on it. Um, everything's got a stamp. Like, she touched, Gil touched every part of what needed to be. There was a stamp at the same time. Mel comes back up from the hatch. <laughs> she goes over to Gil, who's already in here, and says, "Excuse me, I'm sorry. This this is a workplace. This is this is a desecration of these vehicles. They need to be treated with respect, and a, a workplace needs to be it needs to be a specific way to be to be handled well, to be taken good care of. And I, I, this this whole nonsense of stamping things it's it's territorial and wholly inappropriate." She storms back off. Uh, Gand, hearing this, Mel, what would Frizz have done in that situation? Probably would have ate it after breaking it. <sighs> Fine. Stamp away. Gilbot realizes she should probably feel bad uh, because not everything is her own property as humans seem to be territorial over things. Uh, she puts that one in her memory banks. <laughs> That's hilarious. Feels that humans are territorial. <laughs> Alright, guys. Is everyone who's supposed to be on the frisky business on the frisky business? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to punch it. All right. and, and takes off and heads to the coordinates that were given by Sarg. Okay. Uh, you like I said, your first coordinates is where everybody's going to meet up. It's going to be a simple mm -hmm. um, type of meet and greet with different other rebel factions. Um, so it's just going to take a bit of time. Um, other than that... Um, if you have the cheat sheet available so you can look at it, it probably wouldn't be a bad thing. Because emergency repairs may be a thing. It's 
I have the cheat sheet. Yeah, because um, there's different things you can do. Um, depending on the silhouette, y'all are, of course, four and under, so y'all are a three. Um, so it's not a big deal. Uh, fire and arcs, you already know what that is. Um, we are actually silhouette four. Yeah, it's four or under. Yeah. Um, range of your weapons, you need to figure out what the range of your weapons are. Um, and I guess, um... Gil will need another range of y'all's lasers. Because I'll determine who she can and cannot shoot. Okay. <clears throat> um, also, you will need to make sure what you're doing, if you're going to be doing anything particular, because boosting shields, gain advantages. Nope. Mounted twin medium laser cannons are range close, damage six, critical uh, three, linked one. So since it is close, it is pretty much a dogfighting weapon. You're not going to be using that on the capital ship unless you're super, super close. Straightening across the surface. Pretty much. Basically, that's like a like a defensive emplacement against enemy fighters, and while we like lay down mines to do real damage to the capital ship. Dropping mines on top of the capital ship. Wouldn't that be fun? Yep. That is highly possible. Uh, Mel, you may want to look at uh, some of the repair checks and stuff, what you need to do. Um, and on that cheat sheet, do you have that cheat sheet still? Do you remember it? I don't. What, uh, what's it called? It was. It is called Star Wars Force and Destiny System Cheat Sheet. Uh, it's a PDF. Jackie. Yes. This might be important for you about linked. Uh, on a successful attack, the weapon deals one hit. The wielder may spend uh, two of those. Uh, Laurel-looking things with the dot that you need to roll for crits and stuff mm -hmm. uh, to gain an additional hit. Oh. And so a number of times equal to the weapon's linked rating. So since it's linked one, you can actually end up hitting twice if you roll well. Okay, so it looks here like um, do emergency repairs. The three difficulty mechanics check. Um, yeah. Okay. And I can do damage control. Okay. Um, so we can either... I can either operate the mines or do damage control each turn or do emergency repairs. I've actually got a lot of things I can do. I was uh, I was wrong about the amount of stuff I can contribute to a space combat.
Either of you good at mechanics in any way? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, mechanics, I have a yellow. One, one yellow? Yes. I, I also have one yellow, but it's accompanied by five greens. I guess I'll be doing <laughs> all the mechanics. All right, uh, fine. Um, each round, I guess I'll, I'll swap between stations, either doing emergency repairs to the ships or laying down mines. Uh, hopefully we can get some cover early in the fight to lay down our mines, and then we can be a supporting dogfighting type ship. You know, if we could talk up some of the other fighter pilots who we're meeting up with and see if we can convince a couple of them to, you know, screen us a little bit, lay down some covering fire and protect us from enemy fighters while we get, like, a good train of mines going, that would be really useful. Yeah, we are the only mine-dropping ship, correct? Mm. Uh, unless the um, other rebel cells have mine-dropping ships, right? That's Correct. You aren't going to be the only uh, mine or bomb dropper. So that's cool. I I didn't realize how active the like Scotty role could be. I mean, uh, yes. Cam, yeah. Do you have a copy of Notice Disintegrations you can grab? Uh, not like right here. Um, I could go look. I I don't think I do. I okay. I think I. Out of it. What, what are you looking for? I will uh, mark the page for mines for when you play mines. Okay. I might actually have a PDF. But let me let me check. It's on page sixty-five. Yeah, I have a PDF. All right. Okay. okay cool. Um, I own this physical book, so using a PDF of it doesn't feel so bad. Okay. Just actually, for listeners who are... I have the complete set of Edge of the Empire books after Gen Con, so... Nice. Oh, um, yeah, it's nice. I, I'm i on duplicates of a couple of them, but mostly the Jedi ones. Sorry, you said 65? 64, 65. Cool. Ah, for and transports. No disintegrations. Because it's a loose cannon. It's just a bad bounty hunter. All right, here we go. Space mines. Cool. Concussion mines. That's what we have, right? Yep, that's what we have. We have four of them. Damage 12. Crit 3. Blast 8. Breach 4. Wow, this seems really good. This would be very effective against a person on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a way to handle our not-so-friendly friend with the dark red lightsaber. Just drop a concussion mine on him. <laughs> Just go scorched earth. <laughs> yep. All right, cool. I'm into it. Mm -hmm. Wow, we should have got these sweet gravity mines. I asked you about gravity mines, and you were like, no. They're, they're too high of a rarity. Ah, you're right there. Later, we'll get gravity mines. Yeah, then it's beyond. Cool. We'll All right. Mine lane capability. <laughs> okay. I'm into it. Let's dance. Okay. Uh, you'll get to your first um, meetup, and at the first meetup, there are a bunch of other ships there. 
Uh, you do see some larger frigates. Um, quite a few, actually. Uh, probably about six large frigates. Um, that have quite a few other smaller fighter pilots and uh, other small uh, ships like that flying around. Um, doing formations, you know. It's a standard scene. Uh, what you think of is in your head is what's kind of what's going on. Um, they, uh, you, you hear some radio chatter and it's pretty much just people talking and, you know, Hey, we've, you know, rebel seven, we're here and ready to go, which y'all find out that is now y'all's call sign as in y'all are the rebel seven. Oh, cool. Um, other than that, uh, they said that they're waiting for two others to arrive and should be here shortly. And then after that, uh, y'all can get going and rendezvous um, at the designated time. They said it's going to be about a day. Uh, so you have pretty much a day to sit around on the ship and wait um, for this immaculate drive-in and blow-up, I guess is the best way to put it. Sort of a hit and run. Uh, Mel's going to take that time to, to catch up on a bit of sleep and a bit of personal meditation. She's going to do some things like clean her clothes and eat a reasonable meal of you know crappy rations, but just actually eat in a way that she hasn't really done recently. And just kind of take better care of herself. She's, uh, she's starting to feel a little bit more centered. Okay. Mel and Gil? Or uh, Gandon Gil? Gand is very happy that he he uh, still has the room on the ship that he can pump full of methane and day outside of his uh, environment suit. Okay, no problem. Probably meditating, maybe doing some martial arts forms. Got my dogs. Other half. Are maybe there? Uh, are, sorry, are there other Jedi or I guess rebels on our ship with us, or is it just the three of us? Just the three of you. Three. Uh, Gilbot is just going to make sure that she's doing diagnostics and that everything is functioning properly. Ship shape? Yeah. This is a space combat joke. Because we're on a ship. I feel nah. like our ship isn't going to have a shape after this. It's going to be two dimensional. Oh. Or many, many pieces. I mean, uh. Well, at least two of us can survive the vacuum of space. <laughs> Yay! Wait, no, it's bad. Who is the person playing the character who cannot survive the vacuum of space? Yep. Well, I mean, if you stay outside your suit and do all of the piloting from inside the methane chamber, you might die too. <laughs> oh, no, his intent is to enjoy this time while we're not fighting to be outside of his suit. Yeah, I feel like an explosive chamber of methane on the ship is probably something we should vent before the combat. Yeah, no, he's intending to vent this beforehand. If he thought he could get away with it, he'd vent the whole ship, actually. Oh, because oxygen is also a little bit yeah. explosive? Yeah, I mean, yes, it is. It's mostly nitrogen, but there's enough oxygen that I imagine it, it would impact the heart rate of detonation. <laughs> that would be a really good... Uh kamikaze tactic if our ship ever got boarded. Gans player watched a, a space battle in the Expanse where they vented the ship to avoid explosions, so 
Damn, that's hardcore. Yeah. Expanse is a good series too. Um, couldn't get into it anyway, but not the point. But yeah. Um, uh, pretty much time comes and everybody is lined up. Uh, you hear some chatter over everything. Uh, Rebel One is like, "All right, uh, we are going to come in on the far side of the planet." We are hoping that that ship is going to be there. And if it is, we're going to hyperspace in. Do what we did. Try to take it out. Hyperspace out. Um, is Rebel we, One Sarge's ship? No. Yep. Rebel One is a different group of rebels. Correct. Our group of rebels is Rebel Seven. Oh, sorry. That's not the call sign for our ship. That's the call sign our for our organization. Our ship's call sign is the Frisky Business. Yes. Right. There. So, all right, um, everything goes according to planned. Y'all hyperspace off to this planet, not very far away. Um, come in. Uh, immediately there's chatter uh, on the radio. Uh, it's there. It's there. Uh, report to show, uh, and we can get to it. And they're like, all right, this is it, guys. We go in, take it out destroy every bit of this and then after we get out don't stick around don't try to land get in destroy get out okay um well mel knows her responsibility uh as soon as they see where it is what course it's on and what's going um she's going to take a bit of a tactical assessment of what like if it if it's going to locate us and turn or spin or pivot at all or if it's just got a natural drift and she's going to start trying to lay mines in that direction with the mine launcher. Okay. We have to be at close range to lay a mine in an area, so we're going to be flying in that direction. Yeah. Wherever we're, you're going. Yeah. So um, she'll call up and she'll be like, "Send us to like this coordinate or like the, you know, mm -hmm. the relative nine o'clock of the ship. Like, take me here." And she's going to sort of start looking for the area where she wants to lay the mines, uh, where she thinks is a probable spot it's going to bump into. Okay. Attention all flight personnel. And does exactly what she says. Uh, what kind of chatter is there on comms right now? Right now, there is very little chatter at all. Y'all come straight out of hyperspace, and you see this star-class destroyer in front of you. And there are ships coming in left and right. All of a sudden, you hear alarms coming off. After the alarms come off, you hear fighters falling in. And a bunch of, you see a bunch of lasers being shot back and forth constantly. Um, you get this chill, and I need a cool check. All right. <laughs> I'm going to ask. Like, uh... Two purple. Standard. Check 
A little bit of risk there, a little bit of threat. Bell's not entirely keeping it together. <laughs> Neither. Neither. All right, y'all sit there. You start flowing in, and you hear all these people around you with this chatter going back and forth, left and right, and you hear laser blasts, and they're like, get in. And as soon as y'all go through, you see fighters coming out of the sides of the ship and from below it, and everything starts happening. You see not only laser blasts from the Star Destroyer, or from the, the capital ship, you also see it from the pilots. You see a bunch of other uh, ships come out from the bottom and the side, and you start seeing laser blasts coming in like crazy. It's like, how do you dodge all of this? Okay. Um, Mel is going to uh, head over to the computers, and she's going to prepare the ship's shields and, and systems to handle uh, a hit. Um, so I'm just going to grab this cheat sheet, previously described, useful product. And uh, it says here, damage control. That's what I'm going to try to do, is okay. uh, engage in damage control. All right. Uh, I need to go ahead and do an initiative check for everybody. Which one do we need to roll for that? Uh, actually, I need to make... It's the same for me. Don't you need to roll purple dice for initiative checks? Oh, right. <laughs> do we? I, I never remember. One of them <laughs> doesn't, right? Ah, much better. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm misreading this quick reference sheet. I do damage control when we suffer a certain amount Correct. of strain. Yeah. Okay. No need to worry about that yet. Though. She's going to still keep her focus on where the lines are being laid. So things things are coming in towards us. I'm going to make sure that I'm at the uh, whatever shoots the lasers. I don't know what you'd call that. Gatling turret? gun. The turret. There we go. Yep. I think it's like a like a like a laser turret, like a gunnery emplacement. Yeah. It's a turret. I don't know. I'm just I'm just taking artillery words and throwing them together, Mad Lib style. <laughs> so uh, you know, let me know if that works. You know the scene which we were referring earlier to, earlier with the don't get cocky kid. Yeah. Those things. That's what you're going to be using. Well, I'm on it. Uh, do you guys think our turrets are on the top or the bottom of our ship? We have one on top and one on bottom. Oh, I have choices now. Are you more atop or more bottom? <laughs> bottom. I'm going to go on the bottom one. I'm into it. Go for it. Mel is still just going to leave all of that nonsense aside. <laughs> Someone else can deal with the guns. It's not really my jam. Alright. Um, the main capital ship is going first. One of you is going second. The other rebels go third. Then you two and then my fighters. The capital ship is starting to shoot and is aiming for some large, large frigates. 
Um, because shooting at fighters is redundant at long range with capital ships. Yeah, I mean, that's why they have fighters. Have really severe difficulty issues. Uh, yeah, I was re- when I was reading that, it was like, oh, capital ship shooting fighters. That's nah, not going to work. Even shooting our ship from a capital ship is yeah. uh, five difficulty. Yeah. I mean, that's why they have fighters, right? Correct. Like, yeah. They're they're an aircraft carrier. Like mm-hmm. they're they're supposed to launch fighters at us. Yes. Oh, holy shit! You see it launch off these large lasers at one of the frigates, and just totally smashes directly into the side of it. Oh shit! And I mean, it smashes into it hard. You immediately hear screams from the capital ship. <laughs> from one of the frigates. This frigate just just it almost splits in half as it's taking this damage from it. Oh my word. Holy crap. That's this is a good a, start. Uh, <laughs> not for y'all. Roll out of the way. <laughs> Alright, so just to give you an idea of what happened to it. Um... Not only did it destroy a bunch of components and disable all the components, it also gave the next good next bad guy a bonus. And all of a sudden, y'all fly past this frigate. And you see this beam just go right across your hole. And then all of a sudden you feel the shockwave of this frigate behind you exploding in space. It is one of y'all's turn. You are not close enough to use any weapons at this point. Still. I think that means it's our pilot's turn. Yep. Uh... We're, we're probably going into this thing hot, so we're already at speed three. What kind of maneuvers can we do? What is our range to the ship? Um, right now, medium. y'all are at medium, pretty much. Okay. So, I could punch it and use, gain some strain to, uh, to, to go between medium and close. Yeah, do it. Punch it. That okay. sounds very Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's called punch it, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's fantastic. I mean, I'm not convinced it's a smart strategy, but I think it's a, a, like a cinematic strategy. But punch it, it is, is actually maximum speed, but we started out at maximum speed. Based on right. the way it's probably flying. So I'm going to use two maneuvers to, move, to go between close and medium. Or go from medium to close? Yeah, medium, okay. and medium to close. Okay. On, on that... Uh, Big Star Destroyer, which probably means it'll be 
like inches off of its surface. Hey man, it's already activated. That's yeah. uh, the best time to get in that range. Yeah, uh, I, I'm going to uh, make a comment over the comms. Blue, this is frisky business. Uh, do you know where the uh, bridge is on this piece of shit? <laughs> it's like, yeah, back center. Okay. All right, that's where we're going for. I guess now it's the rest of the rebels before we lay the mines. Um, let's do this instead. That way I know. I know which ones. Okay, uh, it is the rebels. Uh, the rest of the rebels come in. You see them start. Uh, did you make the check correctly, uh, Max? Uh, for the fly drive does not have a check. Does not. You just push it anyway. Yeah, it just okay. causes me to gain a strain. I'm not sure if that strain goes to me or the ship. Okay. I think it's the ship. Yeah, it's going to go to the ship. I think almost all of this is the ship. Yeah, it's going to okay. go to the ship. Uh, you see one of the frigates behind you lay out some fire and goes across. And you can see it hits the uh, large capital ship. It does some damage. Um, and you see some of the fighters start engaging other fighters. Alright. Ourselves a giant naval combat. It's pretty cool. And all of a sudden you see you see uh the uh lower rate fighters, the small fighter uh jets come in, start blowing up. Uh it, it's come down to a dogfight. You can definitely tell that uh some of them have started engaging other fighters to protect the bombers coming in. Um and they are not losing, but this is a mass combat. So destruction on each side, but at least is making some headway. Uh, you've got you two to go now. All right. Um, Mel's going to go first. Uh, she is going to um, make a mechanics check to lay down a series of mines. Okay. Uh, she's okay. going to increase the difficulty of that mechanics check by two to try to lay down multiple mines in a single turn. Okay. Um, she gets a bonus on this because she is using a mine layer that she constructed. Okay. It's fair. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the mines get laid down incredibly well, except for dot, dot, dot. Dot, yep. And that dot, dot, dot. Uh, is it one? Only one. Uh, so at this point, I have laid down two mines. And uh, they have to make a hard piloting check to avoid being struck by them. Uh, I think it would probably be even harder since we're, like, on top of the ship. <laughs> yes. Why? Uh, they get a black die on that check. Uh, and I'm going to use some of the um, advantage on my mechanics check to have the ship recover one strain and to give 
uh, us a blue die on our next piloting check and our next gunning check for each of you. Okay. You sit there and you you like click it and let those bombs go and then all of a sudden it goes and starts screaming and then you can see the gears and the stuff that you're working on and it shuts down. Uh, emergency repairs. <laughs> <laughs> and it says right here, the primary weapon system of the active character ship. <laughs> yep. That's... And very much a Star Wars thing. That sure is. Uh-huh. I was going to be crawling through some compartments trying to <laughs> figure it out for the next little bit. Anyway, we've laid down two mines. Okay. So that's there for them. All right, you laid down some mines. Uh, Jackie, it is your go. We're close. I'm going to shoot stuff. Okay. You got a blue so, check. There, there are. Um, what are you going to shoot? Correct. The, uh, the, what's that? Oh, I'm going to ask what you're going to be shooting at. Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Uh, uh, the ship itself is shooting at us too at this point. Um, uh, not as not like what you would think. It's you know small turbo lasers, but for a large capital ship to be shooting a fighter or something of this size, it's really freaking hard to do. Not impossible. Shouldn't there be at the range we're at surface anti? Anti-air, for lack of a better word here. Correct. There's probably turbo lasers. Do you want to try to take out turbo lasers? I mean, that's fine. That's what I'm thinking, unless there are immediate threats. Uh, Actually, since you're off the bottom, which would be on the ship side of that. Yeah, that was the logic behind that one. Okay, that is what I'm going to do. All right. This is going to get a blue die because of the gunnery uh, check with this. Uh, advantage from Mel. You said it was, what, two purples and a red? Uh... No, it's just it's just two purples because we're at close. But uh, you also add whatever your gunnery check is. Okay. Which is, I think it has a yellow now, right? Yeah, one yellow, one blue. Or, I mean, green. Nice. Got the sampler going. Yellow, blue, green. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay. You sit there and you hit a turbo laser and it blows up as you go past. Some of the debris starts hitting the ship as y'all go back uh your ship has started taking a little bit of damage uh nothing to worry about but definitely you get rocked that you destroyed it a little too close as you flew on by shrapnels hitting our shields as you do that you notice a ship coming in and it is taking aim on you. It is coming in from behind. Well, um, on a successful attack, I can um, hit uh, again. Only if you have the... You, you get to hit the same target twice. Oh, same target. And that's only if you get the... Uh, not the hit symbol, but the one in between it and Destiny. Okay. Oh, use the dark side point. Right. Yes, advantage. Thank you. Uh, you sit there and you're, you blow up this thing and all of a sudden, Jackie, you look up and you see this fighter coming in and you just start it. You can just see it start unloading on you. And all of a sudden, something seems kind of weird as it's flying in. It levels off pretty easy and lowers down. And Tim, do you have sense force? Um, is that a talent? Uh, I think since. 
It's just okay. one of the one of the force abilities. While you're figuring that out, it takes a shot at your ship. No. I do not have sense, okay. so I don't necessarily know what's happening around me. Okay. Um, it takes and it shoots, gets a few shots into you uh, from a small laser to your back area, Max. Uh, minimum damage plus two. But it also hits the um, main ship in the process. And then uh, we're going to do this. So we have a defense of one in the back. Okay. So I don't know what that does. Because I don't have any defense on my normal character. Oh, uh, <laughs> it increases the value of their attack check against us. So where they'd normally roll two purples, now they roll a red and a purple. Yeah. So okay. I will re-roll that. Give me a second. Uh, this is going to be the roll for the mass combat of fighters. Uh, they seem to be taking casualties, but when they're dying, they're taking off people as they die. They're nice. kamikaze okay. into people. All right, so let me re-roll the damage to your ship. Or the shot to your ship instead of two purples. It's a purple and a red. And there's that blue. And watch it be even better. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, no, I was expecting it to end up being even better. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Why would why would something nice happen? <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> so, this guy will get a blue... And then, because he turned over a force point, if you did not see that. I, I saw that. And let's see. He will upgrade the difficulty of your next gunnery check. So, Jackie, your next gunnery check will be at a higher difficulty. Aww. Capital ship time. Uh, how much damage do we take total? Uh, a small laser plus three. Small laser plus three. Minus our soak. Correct. Shields. Whatever. It's it's hull soak. Yeah. We're uh we're there. Yeah, hull soak is armor. Uh, and I get a blue die? The shields are the defense. Yeah. The shields are, did it get past our shielding? Which it did. Yep. You didn't I angle the deflector shields to the back? Uh, Alright, you see the capital ship uh, light up some uh, larger lasers again coming from the center and shoots at another frigate. It hits it, does a decent amount of damage, but doesn't blow it in half like the first one. Well, that's good, because we're running out of frigates. <laughs> uh, one of you two is up. Or one of you three, I should say. Um, I'm thinking maybe I'll take this one and get into damage control mode. Okay. Okay, so Mel is going to try to repair the mine layer. Okay. So she's going to make a mechanics check. I'm just going to confirm on this cheat sheet that works the way I think it does. 
Um, she would like to uh, repair a critical. No, I'm sorry. Repair a weapons inoperable. Correct. So this is a ship emergency repair. It gets three mechanical, or sorry, three difficulty, and it gets her mechanics check. And I don't have any bonuses to that, so. She will succeed. Um, so for each success, she can recover handling hull trauma or weapon inoperable effects. So she's going to recover a weapon inoperable effect, uh, and she's going to recover one strain from the ship. Okay. okay. We are back uh, at 14. And then she will offer a blue die to both the gunnery and the piloting on the next check. Ooh. Does that stack with the previous uh, blue die you gave me? Uh, no, it can't. Uh, if you still have a okay. blue die available to you, then instead you'll give a black die to the ship that's targeting us. Okay. The, uh, the scary looking guy who says, I have you now, and stares down <laughs> the his guns. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume stowed next to him. He has a couple of red lightsabers. <laughs> just a hunch. Just you just take him and chunk him out the window <laughs> and hope they hit just right. All right. Uh, then now that is capital ships or frigates. One's on our team. Yes. One's on their team already went. Correct. They're super effective. Uh, they roll. They they shoot up the the capital ship a bit more. Uh, you can see you know bits and pieces and chunks coming with it. Um, and then now it's you two. Uh, has the capital ship moved at all where it needs to roll against our mines? Uh, no, it has not. Space combat. Okay. The mines have a little bit of inertia, so at some point they'll probably hit it after. Yeah, it just board. this is mere seconds of all this has happened. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so Jackie and Max, what are you gonna do? Okay, I am going to since Jackie is on the lower turret, and I'm guessing the the individual who just shot at us is above us. Correct. Uh. Oh. Flip the ship over. All right. Three Need, a, rolls. Need a piloting okay. check? Okay. <laughs> you do get it turned over, but uh, in the process of turning it over, You've also put yourself in a compromising position of really, really close to the spaceship, to the capital ship. It's so close that you're going to be scraping the top. I, I figured I'd probably be that kind of close. Jackie, your go. Good thing I don't get motion sickness. Uh, <laughs> Gilbot is going to uh, take the obvious nudge and shoot at that ship. Okay. She gets a... Blue die with her roll. And you also get a black die with your roll. Yeah. <laughs> and two purples. And actually it goes to a purple and a red. Because they have defense. Mm-hmm. Defense. 
<laughs> you shoot, and it does hit. Um, but as you're shooting, y'all are really good on these uh, problems today. Um, yeah, we're more problematic in space. more problematic in space. Yeah. You grant him a blue die next turn. Or next one. You shoot at him, he hits it, but it also flips him around so he's now coming at and he's got an angle on your side. That was very nice of you to do that for him. <laughs> yeah, we have front shields and rear shields. The sides are kind of a vulnerable point. And it is his turn. He is going to shoot at you. Dots. Dots. I think he's building suspense. Okay. You take the standard damage. Max, go ahead and take that. Okay. And a three-person advantage. Ooh. I mean, he could trigger a critical hit on us. Yeah, I think I'm going to try that. Yeah, it seems really good. Um... We are going to 710 and 711. Let's see. You're a small ship. Um, We are going to go with a component hit, and your shields have been dropped by one point. That's bad. We have no shields. Yeah, no, that's that's correct. Shields down. Doesn't mean you can't repair them. That's we, correct. We, we have the hull of 16, by the way. Oh. Oh, great. <laughs> what, are, what are we at now? I bought the extra armor. <laughs> I, I sure am now. Before, it felt like such a waste when we were just carrying Jedi and non-Jedi. Um, the other fighter pilots are coming in, and uh, it seems like the rebel fighter pilots are actually causing more damage, but not winning as much. Uh, it seems like every time that they're shooting down somebody... Um, they're taking their ships and pretty much kamikaze into whatever they can in the process. Huh. I mean, Sometimes it's, the ship explosion is bigger than your shot. It's uh, it's not like the only resource we didn't have in, you know, supply was people. <laughs> yeah. Good thing we got fifty new of those. <laughs> it's inexpensive. Or more. Okay. Um. I guess do we pull back from the cap? 
trying to decide what the right move with the mines here is. We could try to dump a bunch more just sort of drifting toward their bridge and then kind of pull back. What do you think? Also, how close do you guys think we are at this point to the uh, to the pilot court uh, station? Are we traveling across the ship pretty well? I mean, this is again just a matter of seconds. Uh, what, what are you thinking? Well, if we drop mines, save the last one for when we're really close to the helm, maybe we can just hit that and not have to board the ship. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. Um, well, we we have basically one more launch of mines available to us because we we had four and we dropped two already. Uh, we dropped them drifting toward the bridge, but maybe we'll try to direct them a little bit even closer to the helm. Okay. You do that. Uh, you start talking about this, and you see one of the frigate that was just hit last is hit again, and it starts to break apart. Uh, that's really bad. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, we're going to, I guess, um, maybe... Gan should go first, make a piloting check to get us as tight into the uh, the bridge as possible, so I can drop the mines like at point blank range. Just just give us enough time to pull out, like no longer. Okay. Uh, what what range down the ship would we be to the bridge right now? Uh, you're uh, about we're, yeah, sorry. You're you're about medium range right now. About medium range right now. Yeah. Well, I guess that means I'm taking a strain. I'm, the ship's taking a strain, and I'm doing two maneuvers. Okay. To go between medium and close with the bridge, <laughs> and I still have an action. And I am going to use. Uh, what is the uh, what is the speed the the uh, Mister I have you now uh, has on his ship right now? He is matching you right now. He's matching. Yep. So I'm going to make a piloting check to gain advantage. Okay. Oh, cool. And I am going to flip one to give myself a blue die. Good. And all the dice canceled out. <laughs> you sit there and you pilot and you're like, this guy's just too good. He's got us. Ah, oh, damn it. But I did get us to close range with the bridge. Uh, it is now the frigate's turn. Is shooting on the capital ship. You can see parts of it starting to break off on the capital ships. Uh, it is now Jackie and Tim. Okay. Uh, I'm going to launch the mines. Uh, again, I'm going to upgrade the difficulty to try to launch two mines at once. Um... And I get a blue die because I engineered the mine launcher. Mm -hmm. And we're going to 
launch them right in their face. Okay. Yeah, launch in their grill. So that is, um, yeah, that's not a failure, and we have some advantage. So that's fine, because I'm just laying drifting mines out. I'm not actually trying to hit them. Correct. Uh, so Correct. I will use the advantage to recover a strain for us, give Jackie a blue die, and give a black die to the, uh, the terrifying Sith pursuer. Okay. Making all kinds of assumptions about him, but he's definitely terrifying. That's not. <laughs> it's not up for debate. Okay. I have no idea who this guy is. Yeah, well, I mean, neither do we. But also, every time we've encountered someone like him, they have, you know, only not killed us because they wanted to toy with us more. <laughs> this person is actively coming in. That's a pretty fair assessment. Uh, it is my turn, then, right? Yes. Yes, it is. We're still upside down. Uh, you're you're still facing him. Yes, I it, am, and you haven't left direction now. Probably isn't upside down exactly. And since he is right on our tail, he's still at range, so I'm gonna shoot him with uh, an extra blue. And what do we say then? Two red. Maybe. Uh, you get a purple and a red for shooting at him because of the size of the ship and his uh, abilities. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not bad. What do you want to use your uh, advantage on? You want it on the the, 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 the linked. I want it on the linked. Ooh, that, yeah. that way you can shoot twice? Yeah, yeah. that's what triggers a second shot. That's very relevant. And you get to add the, so like, you do your weapon damage plus one, and then your weapon damage plus one again. Yep. So it's 14. Oh. I did lose that blue, but that's okay. No, no, the second one you don't roll on. It just oh, goes. Roll. No, it just goes in through. It just goes. Yeah, it just happens. It's just that's like pew pew, like a double yeah. hit. All right. You shoot it and hit, and he is destroyed. It's destroyed. He blows up. He does he blows blow up. up. Ah, blows up. I uh, wasn't enough to double hits like that. Just couldn't. It couldn't. It can't take that much. The whole threshold. You can go and roll for a critical to see what actually happens to anything else. Roll a d hundred. Let's see for cool effects. If I can find the chart real quick. 84. I've got the chart. You got the... Be nice. Yeah, just roll me a D100. One D100. An 84. Okay. Uh, 84 plus... 84 plus what? The damage. Which is 14? Yep. So that would get us to uh, a, a three purple severity, engine damaged, minus one speed, minimum one until repaired. Yeah, he pretty much is disabled. I was going to see if there's anything cool effect. Um, 
and it's destroyed and flying off. Uh, bits and pieces are flying off. You've already breached all the holes, so it wasn't even worth it. You know, it's it's gone beyond belief. I just want to see if there's any really cool stuff. Yeah. Since it was just there. Um, it's off and crashes into the surface of the capital ship. <laughs> pretty much. Doing only cosmetic <laughs> damage to them, but shattering a whole bunch of pieces. Uh, now it is the fighters. Fighters are doing pretty much kind of tit for tat. Uh, we go back into the capital ship on another frigate. Oh man, we're gonna run out of frigates, folks. Like oh, those things are expensive. Yeah. Let's use that dark side. Uh. Yeah. Um, this ship loses a large beam, and as this large beam hits this frigate. You can tell it's taken a good chunk out of the side. And then all of a sudden... Someone else enters the fray. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, you're sitting there, and you're like, Okay, yeah, we're doing yay! And all of a sudden, Tim, roll your bombs to blow up all of them. Oh, shit. This is exciting. So, um, according to this chart here, the bombs... Oh, uh, actually, they have to make a hard piloting check. Okay, so hard piloting check. Free purple piloting space. Uh, and they get one black die on this as well. Okay, so one... For each bomb? Uh, yes, so they have to do it four times. Okay, we'll do it four times. Um, piloting for this thing is crap. kind of figured <laughs> oh yeah the, anything that's large with this side silhouette is crap to begin with just because it, <laughs> it can't move mm -hmm. <coughs> all right here's the first roll boom three negatives keep track of this tim and you can figure out what the negatives are that you can go with okay i'm uh i'm tracking it okay second one oh i should have dang it I'm going to save that pool, make it easy. Second one. Ooh, a negative and a negative. That is worth a hit. Yep. Third one. Oh, God. Ugh. And fourth one. All right. Okay. So uh, the first hit just kind of destabilizes it a little bit, um, gives some negatives to its shooting and, and the shooting of the fighters or something like that as they radio in that they're under attack by bombs but does no real damage it's like a glancing blow mm -hmm. uh, the second mm -hmm. one however does do real damage uh, it does 12 damage with a breach value of 4 and um, I don't think I can trigger a critical on that I need 2's advantage but uh, it does do 12 damage and breaches at least 4 points of its uh, hull, um, hull. Okay. So it puts in that much actual damage to the capital ship. And then the third one uh, also does not uh, do anything other than cosmetic damage. But with four disadvantages, maybe takes out some kind of communications relay or distracts an officer in an important respect or does something 
cool and negative to it in another way. And then the last one also uh, does not manage to do anything other than surface damage, but it'll give us an advantage on our piloting and an advantage on our next gunner check. Okay. You do that, and you're sitting there, and the capital ship just shot off and hit a frigate, and it starts flying into the capital ship. Max, what you got? Uh, this is a Star Destroyer, right? It is like a Star Destroyer. Uh, would it also have the handling of minus three? Uh, yes, but I've taken into effect of what's about to happen. Okay. <laughs> um, as y'all are sitting there ready, getting everything going, and you're like, yeah, you hear explosions going off behind you, and all of a sudden, something blocks your entire view and casts a large shadow over you and the ships around you. As you notice a planetoid-sized ship come into view. Ah, shit. I don't think this was the mission, folks. This is, uh, this is really bad. You hear oh. Rebel 3 leader come in and said, shit, it's the Harbinger. We're dead. <laughs> and it actually looks like a city built in a planet shape. Not, you know, circular, but it looks like a planet. Sort of like, uh, best way to describe it, like Unicron from Transformers, where it looks like there's cities built on it and not just this large sphere, not like a Death Star type thing. But it is a large, planet-sized city. Fuck. Has a uh, rounded-type bottom, but then, you know, cities and everything else grown from the top. Uh, not grown, but sitting on the top of it. And you hear this come in. I've got the capital ship as Rogue Six steers his frigate into it. You hear everybody else go pull out, go home. Uh, uh, as soon as Gand hears that command, Gand is like jumping to hyperspace. You need to make a piloting check. Uh, yeah, Mel's, Mel's going to scramble up from the like mechanics bay where she's been and she's just going to rush to the closest computer where she can start plugging in astrogation coordinates. Hey, uh, do I recognize that voice at all from the rogue ship? No. Because I guess this is a cell we've never interacted with, but that doesn't mean that... Uh, but maybe Gilbot wasn't part of a different cell. Something That's very true. Heard. No, nobody mm -hmm. recognizes it right now. Okay. Maybe, maybe just cold. You sit there and you're like, hold on to your shit. Okay. And all of a sudden, you hear this blast of fire right as you're starting to hit hyperspace. And you hear massive explosions come from around you. What is this role? As this planet 
starts loose a barrage of just fire in in many as places as possible at once. And the capital ship, they take it out in the process as it explodes. Oh fuck! No, no regard at all, eh? No. Makes our little mission feel basically pointless. Yeah, the wolf just ate its own cub. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you think we cared about this shit? You're nothing. Ugh. Wow, that's terrifying. <laughs> Sith. Yeah, I. This is news to a lot of viewers, I'm sure, but uh, they're not very nice. The Sith. No. I, that, I thought that was kind of a given. But they weren't very nice. Um, y'all sit there and you, you know, like I said, you, you, you punch it into hyperspace. And as soon as you do that, you notice the ship kind of just does this huge mass amount of firing of lasers in every direction. Large lasers that you couldn't comprehend. Um, this thing dwarfs. Like I said, it is roughly this, you know, it's, it's planetary size. And just blows up. A ton of stuff in the process. You're able to wiggle through as lasers come by past you, and you hear explosions and screams all on your comms. And as soon as you hit hyperspace, you feel and see this body crush across the front of your ship. Leave a good smear. <laughs> no, but it is definitely a human. Ugh. I just want to make I sure mean, it wasn't Chad. Well, like, <laughs> but you don't know if that's like a one of ours or like one of the slaves they had too. Like either way, it's a, a tragedy. It won't be there for very long because we're going so fast. <laughs> All right, uh, this is where we're gonna pause it. Uh, and pause the story. Uh, we will pick up right after this when we come back uh, next week. Uh, where are we coming in at? Um, we still playing on next Wednesday, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Next Wednesday is our last Wednesday, and then we have to change something yep. up again. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and shut everything down. Give me a second.